girl put your records on it's another episode of full metal analysts what i'm using <laughs> song lyrics now haven't you noticed <laughs> yeah, great i didn't say anything welcome to our show where free riders analyze each and every episode of full metal alchemist brotherhood i'm michelle i'm arthur and mike isn't here today because he's doing a sabbatical in the dusty desert of shing but today we have two very special guests we're talking about the rewrite fma zine a zine dedicated to original characters within the world of full metal alchemist so please welcome to the show remy and becky hello thank you for having Woo. us to those who probably remember, Remy was here when we talked about the Devil's Playground scene about villains. But now, Becky, you are a first-time guest. And as we do it all, first-time guests, we want to know how did you get started with Full Metal Alchemist? So the year was 2012, and I was on this website called FanPop, where there were, like, dedicated clubs to different fandoms. And one of my friends started watching Full Metal Alchemist and was like, hey, you should watch this. It's great. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. And when I did get to it, I watched the first episode of the first anime. And immediately I was like, this is my favorite thing ever. Almost 10 years later, that still rings true. It was like pretty soon after when I started like making my own OCs, which at the time were very much just like, this is Edward Elric with different color hair and instead of his mom dying his dad dies i'm so clever when i was really young i made ocs and then there was a period of time where people were like very strict about ocs and how they had to be represented and they had to fit all of these rules so i didn't do it for a while and then i was like cringe culture is dead i'm gonna do what i want then i started just getting back into it again so probably right after brotherhood started airing or finished airing rather i just want to know why do you think that OCs are so usually associated with the idea of like cringe. I think it's because people like want to interact with their favorite media in a really meaningful way. And I mean, I think the most meaningful thing you can do is insert yourself to be physically part of it. And some people for some reason thought that was cringy. I think a lot of the cringiness came from people like me who were like, I'm going to put myself in it and I'm going to make out with my favorite character and you all have to look <laughs> at it. And people didn't like that because they're like, well, that ruins the canon that I like and accept. And it's like, well, everybody can have their own little corner. That's just how it is. Because <laughs> people are very critical and they want to be critical. And if they think they know more about something, it's very easy for them to be like, well, here's why this character wouldn't work. Or this is why this wouldn't fit because of these reasons and whatever. And, you know, canon compliance and all of that stuff. I think calling things cringe, it's almost like a defense mechanism. Like if you remember middle and high school times when it was like the most early 2000s thing ever to be in an awkward situation and someone to go awkward. <laughs> like <laughs> it's that it's like being in something and then declaring it awkward or cringe is almost like a self-defense mechanism to like put yourself above that. But like, we don't need it. Like, it's fun. It's follow your bliss, follow your joy. So where did the idea of doing an OC character zine come from? So this was like back in October, 2020. This was like, while the Devil's Playground zine was going on. I was a part of it and I was very like happy about being in my first zine. And I don't know, the idea just hit me one day. I was like, wait a minute, I could do my own zine. What do I know and like? Oh, OCs, let's slap them together. So that's kind of where that stemmed from. A lot of the people who were in both scenes, honestly, kind of had that in common. And I think the more that FMA has kind of come back in, or in and out of the spotlight, I guess you could say, people are uh, more open to creating them. We had a decent amount of people who were like, yeah, I'm super into this. I love this. 
and there's a lot of variation, which is very cool. Well, what could they submit? Was it just writing? Was it writing and art? It was both writing and art. At first, they put out an interest check. So a form that was basically like, do you have an OC? Would you want to be in the zine? Would you want a physical zine or a digital zine? Stuff like that, just so we could get a feel for how the response would be. But is this only for pre-existing OCs? Uh, you, you can make one if you wanted to, to put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had 28 or so submissions and we accepted all of them. Like, I didn't see a reason to turn anyone down. There's a total of 30 OCs by 19 people. That sounds great. In that spirit, now I hope you two don't mind. Me and Arthur, we <laughs> have come up with some original characters. And, you know, we didn't bring it over in time for those, for the zine, for them to be included in the zine. But we just wanted to, you know, pitch it to you to see if we got some bites. You know, maybe we could do something. Maybe we could do a collab, like a second part. You know, let's see how right. it goes. We wanted, to, we wanted to see, you know, you said that you did not reject anything from your zine. And we just wanted to see if we could break. We could test that. that limit. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Test the limits of, of that. I will start. I was thinking a lot about how, you know, there's the world of Shang in Fullmetal Alchemist. There's this whole side of Fullmetal Alchemist that we don't see this whole nation of people. And I was thinking about, like, how do the people from Shang live? And I was thinking, you know, maybe we have Lon Fawn and she's kind of like a ninja-like person. And I was imagining that maybe there could be like these tribes of ninja and they each follow, I don't know, like say an element or like some part of an element, like maybe like wind or leaf or whatever. And I was imagining that my OC would be a member of that tribe. And he's a special boy. You know, he's a special boy because uh, he did a forbidden type of alchemy, which bound a demon to his body. And now he's going off and adventures with his two friends, and one of them has pink hair, and the other is moody. Can't really come up with a name for her. <laughs> but I was just wondering, do you think my OC character Naruto could fit in the world of Fullmetal Alchemist? Absolutely. Yeah, I've, honestly, I've never heard anything like that before. It's so unique. It really is. I think that that approach is something that really just hasn't really been touched on. And I think that's something we could really use. Have you ever tried like contacting like Shonen Jump or anything about that? Because I feel like they would really, really appreciate it. You know what? You say that, but it's funny. I did. And they put up a picture of me in the offices and said, do not talk to this man. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. Arthur, do you have a character? I thought it'd be, like you have chimeras of all sorts of different animals. And uh, I thought it'd be pretty cool if there's a worm chimera called Marla. She Her special power is that she can... She's the size of a worm, and she can slowly decompose dirt and fruit over the course of several months. Just a worm? <laughs> <laughs> That's her personality? She's a worm? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean for that to be sound so prejudiced. <laughs> but... Yeah. Just, yeah. What, what's wrong with it? I mean, I think it could use some development, but like, got some potential there. I think yeah. that it could be expanded upon. I'm always open to feedback. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that you have a really, really good basis, but just just the worm. That's the only thing that we know so far, right? Yeah, but it's a worm chimera, so it does have the mind of a human. That doesn't really do much for her because all she can really do is what a worm can do. Does she not have is like she? a human body that she can transform into? <laughs> How when she becomes her chimera worm self, is it the size of a worm 
or is it a human-sized worm? Yeah, actually, I do have that question, too. <laughs> like, does she shrink to the size of a worm? Like, what happens? Okay. Or is it a you know, really this, big This worm? is where things get a little interesting. Worm-sized human, human-sized worm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so when she's a human, she's a small little worm-sized person, or she can be a really big worm. But it just... Things got a little crossed. There was like a special room in the fifth laboratory where they just kind of were like anything goes, and uh, that's that's what came out. What better crystallization of one is all, all is one than a worm who decomposes? It's all, all is worm. What? Oh, I was about to say that. Right. God damn it! <laughs> it's all all is worm. That was great. That's true. That's true. That does really embody a lot of what we what we like about Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, you know what? I think maybe maybe I'll take this. I'll take what we've talked about today i'll, I'll take it back we'll work yeah, i'll workshop kind of, it it's kind of beautiful about ocs like it can be something as silly as that but like if that like makes you happy go for it like that has potential canon compliance or not like that's a worm that's awesome <laughs> right well, thank you i am actually very invested in the worm so uh arthur <laughs> please i need you to come back with the worm in the actual podcast, we need to start talking about the worm and like okay. people. Anybody who does not know, you're gonna have to like reference them back. Like, you got to go watch this one. You got to understand the lore. Exactly. <laughs> one more idea, and it, I think it'd be kind of fun if I don't have this fleshed out any more than this. But if there was like the adoring fan from Oblivion, but he's like a really that's big why fan you posted that picture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess we sort of have Mei Chang, so it kind of fills that niche. Or you could play it up even more. Yeah, they literally follow them around. Like, I'll do... Uh, man, I really haven't thought this out. The idea of Edward having an adoring fan is funny because you know he would absolutely abuse that. He'd be like, I'm so happy to have someone who I can just push around and tell to do things for me. <laughs> right. Remy, Becky, thank you so much for coming and enduring our insane pitches. Suppose our listeners just listen to that and they're like, I want to see actual good ocs so let me go get to that zine where can they find the zine you can purchase it on gumroad at gum gum.co slash fmaoc zine and you can find us pretty much everywhere under that username fmaoc zine until when is it going to be available It'll be available until may 15th my url everywhere is kimberly fucker you can't miss it you just type in if you type in kimberly you'll probably get directed there almost immediately but if not kimberly fucker um my deviant art is mucario my twitter is mucario but with a zero for the o and my full metal alchemist tumblr is fma eda bag and before you two go we just like to make one final request which is to please can you two give us your best full metal alchemist just like the interstitials full metal alchemist full metal alchemist and if you want to stay updated on all the news about the worm OC, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FM Analysts. That's twitter.com slash FM, the word analysts. Subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. If possible, leave us a review or recommend the show to a friend. We'd like to thank Sarah Lerner for managing our Tumblr. You can check that out at fullmetal-analyst.tumblr.com. But watch out, there are spoilers there. We'd also like to thank Camilla Franklin for doing our podcast art. You can check out more of her work by following her on Instagram at Camilla Strader. That'll be all for now. We'll see you next time on Full Metal Analysts. Until then, stay frosty, everyone. Bye. Worm is all, all's worm. <laughs> <laughs> worm is all, all's worm. Worm is all, all's worm.